your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. You can download the Spotify Green Room app and join me tonight at 7 o'clock to get in on the action. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we're joined by Dev of 10,000 Takes and the Wild Takes podcast to re- recap yesterday's big news in regards to Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi being bought out. And we'll also have a discussion about some of the players who are next in line to hop in on this wild roster. So a lot to break down with Dev today. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons exclusively covering your Minnesota Wild. Happy to have you along for a Wednesday edition of Locked on Wild. And what a day it was yesterday. I mean, some, uh, some huge news that we will discuss with our guest Dev of 10,000 Takes and the Wild Takes podcast joining us to break it all down. Dev, my friend, how's it going? Ooh, it's going <laughs> for sure. Um, I'm having I'm having a day, you know, and, and, and it's it's been a day separate. And then it's always a day when there is just huge, crazy, incredible breaking news with your favorite hockey team. Of course, I'm talking about the Wild's new MN Wild pup, Selly, uh, replacing Hobie as this year's adopted pup. Um, great name. It's 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 a good good thing that we find we've we've been able to go back to to our roots. Um, nothing against Hobie. I've always been a Breezer man myself, but um, I'm glad that we have a, a hockey name for our Wild pup. It's about time. Can we get two more and have one named Dangle and one named Snipe? I think, yeah. Or, or, and then maybe we get like a fourth one. We just have a whole litter. I don't know who we need to talk to, but we have the fourth one. We just wheel Dangle, Snipe, Sally, baby. Hey, I mean, it's, um, I, I'm, I'm for it. I, those, those dogs are just adorable. And, um, Sally, and a great cause. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's for a sure. Win, really? Yeah. It's, it's the best thing you can possibly do. And I mean, if you're having kind of a, an off day at work, you see those pictures of Sally and you're like, okay, day made right now. Yeah. The other thing that happened, they just kind of slid this in, like the Sally news broke. And then like an hour later, it was about an hour later. They yeah. just slid the, uh, the buyout news that uh, Ryan Suter and Zach Parise both bought out for the final four years of their deals. So 13 years, we got nine, which ultimately not, I, I don't know, not, not super bad, but as we'll talk about here in a little bit, um, an absolute stunner. I'm talking Stone Cold Steve Austin from the uh, the top rope. Um, I, I think there was a little bit of an inkling that maybe this could happen for Zach Parisi, but I don't know if anybody expected Ryan Suter to uh, to have this happen. So why don't we just start with how many teeth fell out of your mouth when your jaw hit the floor when you saw that uh, both Parisi and Suter had been bought out? Man, I look like I had just taken a Shea Weber slap shot to the <laughs> mouth. It was unbelievable. Um, truly. So it was one of those things where, you know, we had been following all along and um, 
the writing was on the wall. It's not really a secret that uh, Parisi um, was probably looking forward to a uh, some sort of a mutual breakup, whether it be whether it be a buyout or you know some sort of a trade situation. Um, so I didn't, you know, I wouldn't say I was necessarily surprised by the buyout. Um, I had previously written at 10,000 takes, um, you know, the kind of the buyer beware there of you, you get one year of cap relief in, in this upcoming season. And then you, you know, you have a couple of years where you really don't save a lot of money, but if the alternative is, you know, you're getting out of cap recapture, then, you know, I guess that's worth it. The suitor thing blew my mind. I, um, I would never have seen that coming. Um, and then in the press conference, Billy, uh, where Billy is, is announcing it, he, he mentions that these conversations have been happening for six to eight months. That's before the season started. So that tells me that like something is going on in that locker room. Um, you know, they're, they're for, for the last 10 years now, there have been all sorts of, uh, we'll call them rumors about, um, how Ryan and Zach's uh, locker room presence was felt. Um, there have been, you know, there have been those rumors about them potentially not being the greatest teammates uh, to to hang around in the room and 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 having kind of that that alpha dog mentality, but without necessarily backing it up in the way that uh, you see, you know, like your Crosby's and your Ovechkins, um, but nothing had ever really come to the forefront and, and, and by all accounts, you know, publicly they're great dudes. Um, if not a little bit boring. Um, right. So it was just one of those things that like, you don't, you know, you just don't, you don't see it coming. Um, but then to, to hear that, yeah, to hear them say, to hear Billy say that this has been a conversation that's being been being had for eight months potentially is, is, um, it tells me that there's a lot more going on that we don't know about and whatever the, whatever the plan is, because at this point we don't know what, what the plan is, but whatever it is um, it's something that they have been thinking about for a long time. And presumably that means it's something that they have put a lot, you know, they put a lot of thought into and, and have a, have a way to execute and they have a fail safe. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'm currently hosting rooms for Locked on Wild once a week, and yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Greenroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You can even have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Wild podcast through our Green Room conversations. So go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Seth Topes to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. You can find the Lockdown Wild room tonight at 7 o'clock with plenty of reaction to Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi's buyouts. We'll see you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Oh, hey, just got my workout done and was going to chomp down on this delicious Built Bar. Wait, hold on. You don't know about Built Bar? Those amazing tasting and great for you protein bars? Wow, well, I guess I'll try to explain it like this. 
Built Bar has nine amazing flavors. Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, and German Chocolate. My favorite by far is Raspberry. If you're not sure, though, which one is your favorite, just grab the mixed box and you'll get two each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars amazing tasting, but they're great for you, too. Each bar contains 17 to 18 grams of protein, ranges from 130 to 180 calories, contains only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Plus, get this, Built Bar is the official bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. A couple of things that that come to my head just in the initial reaction to this, as you said, when Garrett mentioned that this these talks have been being had for months, even to the point of happening before the season started, that now makes more sense as to why the trade deadline was so quiet. Because honestly, I feel like Garen had to at that point have tried to find a suitor for them, pun intended, huh. pun unintended. Um tried to find something for him and obviously didn't find anything. And so at that point, the next wrinkle that you hear is that they were not approached about waiving their no movement clause for the expansion draft. And so I think once Garen couldn't find any sort of a trade partner for them because of those contracts, then at that point buyout became the only possible way for this to end. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes. Uh, the, where my mind immediately goes to though is, you know, the buyout window has been open, um, I guess for a week now, right? I believe it opens the morning after the Stanley Cup is awarded. So yeah, six days at this point. Um, that makes me wonder what has happened in those six days. Has there has there been more trade talk? Has there uh, been discussion with? Um, maybe with, with Suter to have him waive his, his no move. Cause um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that cat friendly has it, has it where you can like project what a future buyout would look like. Um, but I don't, I don't know how much the, the buyout changes for Suter if the buyout happens next year versus this year. Right. Um, I do know that it's obviously two fewer years. Um you know, done because there's there's one year knocked off, but um, it'd be done sooner. But from a from a numbers standpoint, I don't know if that makes a difference. Um, I do know that this doing it now completely totally eliminates the Wilds' chances of getting slammed with a cap recapture penalty. So to me, um, that's a that's a big bullet to dodge. Yeah. Um, People are going to complain about having $15 million in dead cap for two years. Hopefully that is when the cap is going to start rising exponentially because of the new TV deal, the winter classic um, prices just going up, streaming, getting better. Hopefully the league revenue is, is back up to where it had been and the flat cap is taken care of by then. Um, obviously, you know, nobody's going to really know that, but I, I do I'll call it, we'll call it cautious optimism, which is two words that I should have learned by now as an almost 30 year old Minnesota sports uh, fan uh, to never say out loud. But um, to me, it is Billy G doing exactly what he has done 
with this team since the day he arrived, which is to take control. He has never really backed down from anything. Um, he just, he, every time that he is forced to make a decision, whether it is a, uh, a tough decision, an easy decision, a popular one, whatever, whatever the decision is, he has made, he's, he's got no bones hidden that he is here to make the decision that he thinks is right and take control and ownership of the situation. So like it or not, you know, we're, we're going to have, um, we're going to have their money on the books for eight more years. Uh, obviously the last four years are really going to be negligible. Yeah. You know, one, 1 million, 1.6 million. So like, if that's the difference between if that's, if that's really causing us an issue at that point, then, you know, we'll have had some other roster construction problems. Um, but it is, it is kind of a bummer that we're going to have, we're going to have one year of pretty good. We're going to have one year of nice relief, one year of like, eh, whatever relief. And then two years of basically no relief. Um, but we're still going to have to find a way to fill those spots. So that tells me that, you know, there, there's a lot of faith in, in the young guys. Um, the system that's coming up, uh, Billy G mentioned it <clears throat> in his, uh, in his press conference that, um, this really puts a lot of pressure on Judd Brackett and the uh, the scouting and the amateur scouting department because we're not going to be able to afford to go and um, you know offer sheet somebody or, or, or right. poach poach a player poach a player like a, like an Anthony Sorelli who you know Tampa might not be able to keep affording him but now we probably can't either. It's time to take your sports betting to the next level with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is at the all-star break, but there are still plenty of games and plenty of at-bats to keep track of down the stretch, and you can do all of that at BetOnline.ag. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, the NFL, and all of your favorite UFC and MMA action as well. So before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as your favorite teams push through their seasons. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Just continuing with the the fallout for this, obviously the biggest area other than the salary cap, right, is the expansion the expansion draft, and so it's salary cap is one, expansion draft is number two, and it creates some interesting options for the Wild because now, if you want Matt Dumba to be a protected defenseman for this team, the window is there to do so. They now have Brodine and Spurgeon are going to be protected anyway because they have no movement clauses. Mm-hmm. Now the option, if you want to protect Dumba, is there. And so all of this worry about him being picked by the Kraken is gone. But is that a route that you would go in protecting Matt Dumba or is another option to free up some more salary cap space by trading Dumba? Is that a little bit more appealing now that uh, we've got potential uh, cap hits coming up with both of these buyouts. You know what? That's actually a good question. I hadn't really considered to me when I saw from an expansion draft standpoint, when I saw that this now 
gives us a spot to protect Dumba um, under the seven three one route. To me, it was it seemed very obvious that Dumba yeah. is going to be protected. Um, whether that means he's on the wild roster in October, it, you know, it, it might not necessarily be the same thing, but I think I think that tells us that Dumba is going to be on this roster. Um, I had uh, previously uh, hypothesized and opined to use a couple of $10 words. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I had previously thought that with Dumba's relationship to uh, Kaprizov, um, I don't think that you do this just because of that. I think that would be a bad decision, but, um, but I do think that having him on, having him be a part of this team does make a difference for the Kaprizov camp. Um, and it's not like Dumba's a bad player. He's a, still a very good player. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I think that this allows you to keep your relatively young core um, in place you know, your, your oldest player now is Cam Talbot at 34. Um, and wow. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Felino is 29. Uh, Spurgeon's 28. Um, I think Brodine is 28. Um, Spurgeon might be 30 now. He might've had, a, I don't know, but like, anyway, the vast majority of this team now is under 30 There are 30 or under, I should say. Um, you have a couple of outliers and a couple of guys that are UFAs that are probably coming back, but we don't technically know your, your, um, your Ian Coles, your Benito, 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 Benito. Um, <laughs> God, I love that bit. <laughs> it's the best bit for sure. Um, so, you know, there's, there's opportunity for, you know, for somebody to do that, that veteran presence or, you know, however you want to call it. But um, one of the other things that uh, Billy G mentioned in his uh in his presser uh, um after after the announcement was he is expecting certain players to step up um he didn't name anybody which is simultaneously like him and unlike him because you know we we're all very aware that he's not afraid to uh call people out um but i think that he probably didn't want to throw anybody under the bus and it, I mean, it would be a tough, you know, I think just reading between the lines, I think that um, he was referring to Nico Storm. And I'll explain here in a short, in a second here, but that would be a real tough ask for Sturm to have Sturm come back. You know, he's, he's on, he's going into the second year of this deal. Um, have him, have him come and then have him be the one guy that gets singled out as, well, we, we, we got rid of Parisi and Suter to open up this window so that guys like Nico Sturm can step up. That's a ton of pressure to put on Nico Sturm. Right. Um, so I can see why he delicately sidestepped the uh, sidestepped the question. Um, but, you know, I, I do think that um, the opportunity is going to be there. And I mean, I've, I've, I've gone on the record too before and said, I think Nico Sturm is a guy who is primed to explode in a bigger role. And I don't think that means that he needs to be a, a, a top six role, but I think if we, we get, we're start giving him 14 minutes, you know, 13, 13 minutes a night, 14 minutes a night, have him in a middle six role or in a role where, you know, he's at least getting to 11 or 12 minutes a night, um, put him on maybe the second power play. He has really strong underlying numbers. Um, Brett Marshall, who uh, I believe you've had, uh, yes, you've had on, he 
he pointed out a long time ago that um, Nico Sturm's underlying numbers uh, this past season, the 2021 season, uh, were almost identical, but actually a little bit better than Carter Verhage's numbers when he was with the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2018 and 19. Well, then fast forward to the 2021 season where Carter Verhage gets an elevated role with the Florida Panthers. Verhage is all of a sudden a top six. He's a legit top six centerman. And I'm not saying that that's what's definitely going to happen, but there's the possibility is out there. And the only yeah. way that we're going to know this is by freeing up, you know, freeing up that space. Obviously, you know, Sturm is a center mostly and Paris is a wing, but now that we know that Sturm is going to be protected um, in the expansion draft and we don't have to worry about the, uh, the analytical team at the Kraken who, you know, they have one of the deepest analytics teams in, in, in all of hockey yep. and they haven't even played a freaking game yet. Um, we don't have to worry about them poaching a guy like Sturm. And now we can set, you know, put him in a position where, you know, maybe, maybe our top three centers are, you know, Jules Eriksenek, Nico Sturm, Marco Rossi to start third. Um, wow. Maybe that's where it goes. Maybe Marco starts in Iowa and we bring in, you know, we bring in somebody. I, don't, I, I think Eichel is probably out of the picture at this point, but as many people on wild Twitter have pointed out, the amount of cap space that's freed up this year is almost exactly the amount of cap space that we would need in order to acquire a Jack Eichel. So I, I mean, it's possible. Um, 31 thoughts uh, podcast that dropped today. They, they suggested that um, Billy G has been in the hunt for Eichel early and often, and is still very much in the hunt. I don't know whether or not that means that he's arriving, but um, it's definitely interesting to think about. And all of a sudden we have the cap space so that, if Buffalo says, you know, screw you guys, we're not going to, we're not going to take a contract back. Well, we don't need them to now. Right. That'll do it for part one of our conversation with Dev from 10,000 takes. We will talk plenty more with Dev about the Zach Parisian Ryan Suter buyouts, the fallout from it, and uh, who could stand to impact in terms of getting chances on the wild roster. So look for part two being released later today. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts and also on Facebook and Twitter at Locked on Wild. Instagram coming soon. YouTube coming soon as well. So keep an eye out for those and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Like I said, look forward to part two of our conversation with Dev from 10,000 Takes dropping later this afternoon. And uh, look forward to a brand new episode of Locked on Wild tomorrow as well. We'll talk with Gabe Foley about the NHL draft. So plenty of new episodes. Give Locked on Wild for you coming here the rest of the week, and you can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network.